Hey guys, Uncle Wes here. Remember how we're always talking about how we wish we had access to an alternative marketplace for conservatives and get away from this woke culture? Well, guess what? We found one. MammothNation.com. You can buy jewelry, eyewear, stuff for your pets, sauces, spices, coffees, vodka, wine. Just about anything you want, you can get at MammothNation.com. And guess what? If you use promo code Driveway Liberty Media when you sign up, you can get 30% off your first year. Go check them out. MammothNation.com. Promo code Driveway Liberty Media. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the Driveway Liberty Podcast, the only podcast recorded live in a driveway. Hey guys, I'm your Uncle Wes, and I'm sitting here in the driveway with my good friend Daniel. Dan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. It's a little chilly. A little bit chilly. Not bad. I got the, We got chilly. our hoodies on. Or, oh, you this, got your Finn's hoodie yeah, on. Yeah, I need a new hoodie. Yeah. I thought I gave you the one you left in the truck. I, back. You did, but it's it's, it's, it's had it. Yeah, it's it. I need a new one. Hmm. Plus, I need a different color one too. Okay. Well, we can we can work we gotta, that out. We gotta man. work that. We gotta work that out. We we will work that out because I would like a new hat. Yes. I, I've got a white hat now, and it's starting to get a little crusty. It's starting to get a little off white. A little off white. <laughs> yep. In spots. Yep. So I want to get me a cap. I wish I had like a works. cowboy hat. That'd be funny. Well, that we could add to the to the merch. I saw I saw somebody at we went to Fresh Market mm-hmm. to buy one of you know they had the family meal things. You buy twenty five bucks, you feed four people. Yeah. Uh, or, or one Wes. Yeah. Yeah. We well, there's there's three of us. Right. Because Danny's at college. So. That's right. It's Dan plus two others. Right. So I count as two. There you go. So we went there and there was a there was a, a, a little old lady and had one of those uh, bucket hats on. Yeah. That said, uh, make America great again. And the guy behind the counter was like, you get to go first. Oh, nice. <laughs> you got a At Fresh hat. Market? Really? Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was hippies working there. Yeah, apparently not. I think that's Whole Foods. Whole Foods is the Amazon. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I always thought Fresh Market was too. Might be. There might be some. I like. Uh, I like. Apparently, uh, the butcher was not. When I'm doing a butt, I always go to Fresh Market and get my meat. Yeah. They've got they've got good quality cuts. They do. They do. I bought some strips there too. Nice. Nice. Man, I'm hungry. Yeah. Me too. So anyway, lot going on. Lot going on. We missed half a cast last week. Uh, because I, my dumbass, forgot to delete <laughs> the old stuff off of the uh, off the SD card that we record onto, well, and Dan was into a beautiful, beautiful rant, which our fans seem to love. And um, <laughs> I looked up at him, and I was almost scared to say anything. I'm like, uh, he's like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> Pretty much like. <laughs> We at, didn't record at, shit. At the beer review, <laughs> yeah. <it was> gone. <laughs> yeah, we had the beer review, so I. Uh, and then, and then I'll take credit for not doing the rest of the cast because that point I was spent. I'm like, fucking, I can't. No, he he so he laid it out on the, all on the line. He had he was out there, and I felt bad about it. I did, I did, because I usually keep a close eye on that. But it had been a while since we did the audio cast, 
And I'm like, man, there ain't anything on this card. Let me grab it. And uh, that's the first time, though, we've ever filled one up. you got a lot on your plate, brother. I do. I do. And that's a lot of that's my own doing, though. Well, but, yeah. It's all our own doing when fucking plates are full. Right. No what doubt. Do? No doubt. But, man, there's uh, been a few things going on politically. What you want to start with, man? Well, let, let's just go in and start with uh, with the truckers. With the truckers. Yeah. So everybody knows about the insane uh, $355 million verdict uh, in that uh, civil fraud trial in, uh, in Manhattan uh, where Leticia James, another George Soros, mm. uh, cut out um, Disciple. AG um put together a case that was like everybody who's who's followed this would be like if you're going to arrest trump you literally will have to arrest everyone else who's has any significant holdings in real estate in new york yeah like this is the the same game that everybody plays right call it a game call it what you want and then the other part of it is the there's there's no there's no um victim like right. all the, like they said, they defrauded the banks to get preferential loans. Yeah, the people at the banks are like, "What are you talking about?" The banks we do were the fighting, appraisals. We were fighting over getting Trump's business because he's good business. Yeah, he, he deals in a lot of money. Yep, and he pays his bills. Right. So we get our money back. We're happy to do business with Trump. So this is just a made up. It's highway. I mean, it, it is. It's a scam. It, it, I look, y'all know how we feel about Trump on here right now. But, you know, we try to call it like we see it. And the guy's getting just well, this, this has nothing to do with you, whether you like Trump as a presidential candidate or anything. If if this was happening to Joe Biden, I'd be saying the same thing. Yeah, but it, but you, you got to understand the left. They don't give a shit about no, that. I know. They're like fuck him, you well, know. And they're and, like, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna do anything we possibly can to keep him from from becoming president. president again. Yeah, because they know they cheated last time. And I'm not I'm not I'm not backing down from oh, saying we're, that we're, anymore. No, we, we I've got a slide. For We've that. yes, we're, I know. I'm not, I, I don't mean to get ahead of the curve. I don't mean to get ahead it's of things, okay. it's but right. but but look, it, there's no doubt in my mind, and I know us saying this, based on what we'll talk about in a little bit, is exactly why we're shadow banned on most social media. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, sorry, I didn't it's mean okay. to get ahead of things. No, you're good. You're good. So apparently, um, truckers are Trump fans. Yeah, it, it, a lot of them. Oh yeah, a significant portion of them. So mm -hmm. there's a there's a trucker. Uh, with the, his uh, his Twitter handle or X name, I guess is what it's called now. Your X name. Your X name. Your Twitter handle. Right. His name is Chicago Ray. So Friday night he went on social media and posted a freaking video rant uh, about his outrage, talking to his fellow truckers about his outrage over the verdict. Mm -hmm. So he said, I've been on the radio for over an hour and I've talked to at least 10 different truckers who are going to start refusing loads on Monday for New York City. I talked to three guys that I work with who texted the boss and told him no New York City. So truckers are 99% Trump. This is still him quoting. It'll get overturned on appeal, but you know how fucking hard it is to get one of these motherfuckers into New York City. <laughs> Cut the bullshit. 
I'll see you down the road. So this guy was fired <laughs> hey, up. It sounds like he was fired so up. So there was a lot of asterisks in there. And, and on our show, we don't use the asterisks. We tell you how it is. Well, yep. Full on quotes. Mm-hmm. So um, apparently the truckers are tired of the leftists in crazy New York. And they're not going to deliver their shit anymore. Right. Uh, interesting to see how that plays out. Um, if they're big giant trucking companies, I think they're going to have a problem because the company can get pressured, etc. But if they're if they're small, independently owned guys, shit, they can go anywhere. They can go anywhere. They don't have to. Go. And, and I'm tell you what, every time you ride down I-10 or any interstate in the South, at least, you see at least one or two billboards saying we're hiring. You probably don't have to convince a truck driver. It's probably not hard to convince a truck driver to refuse not, to not New to York. drive into fucking Manhattan with a semi yeah. trying to deliver to Starbucks on f- fucking uh, Broadway or pick up from the porch <laughs> there or whatever. So Don the disruptor, he's on he's on Twitter. He says this. He said so far with truckers for Trump, I have seen liberals say, "Well, New York City has ports. Well, the truckers will be out of jobs." Well, apparently they and he says this apparently you don't realize how many truckers are just contracted and and you don't realize like new york city has ports but were they going to put them in the back of a fucking cab are you, an uber going to drive them to the supermarkets uh, maybe they can get Leticia to load up and yeah, get her car up there bunch of rentals throw it on the subway and get yeah. it out to <laughs> to the burbs these people are so ridiculously unrealistic like they 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 if they don't. Under, they just don't understand the way America works. They don't understand the working class well, part of America. Well, they I don't th- understand the nuts and bolts. I think big picture. You look at this, and and this is a lesson for or a reminder. It's a lesson for folks who didn't know this before, but it's definitely a reminder. This is how capitalism works. Yeah. If you are upset about something. You don't just run to the nanny government and say, nanny government, so and so, so and so, will you fix this? No. You organize and you fix it your damn self. Mm-hmm. And if you disagree with something like this court case and you're well informed in what's going on, which I, the truck drivers listen to them talk radio all the time. Oh, yeah. That's all yeah. they do. Yeah. When they're not dropping or picking up, they are, they're listening to, ra- to, to talk radio. Yep. So, this is a great lesson in how people that are worried about evil government won't go. I mean, worried about corporations getting out of line or worried about government getting out of line. This is how you handle it. This yeah. is how you handle it without going to government and asking them to handle it. Well, like I, I often refer to the movie A Bug's Life when I describe uh, some of these things. So it's like when the ants finally figure out that they don't, they really don't need to give the grasshoppers food mm-hmm. and they don't have to listen to them because in reality, the ants could whoop the shit out of the grasshoppers. Right. There's a lot more. Then uh, at some point, um, the, the grasshoppers start shitting bricks. Sure. So, and that's what happened in the movie. So here you have elitists who are going to, and, and listen, Forget about, actually, I can't, you can't really discount it. So you got a lot of people out there who are blue collar that love Trump. 
they will happily excuse any failings of Trump or any issues with Trump because I, I think all of us uh, conservatives would make the argument that the, the four years of Trump is certainly better than the four years of Biden. Right. Even with the COVID stuff, um, it's still better. We all wish COVID didn't turn out. We, we all wish Trump didn't do what he did during COVID. Sure. If But those three years prior to COVID were wonderful. Yeah, they were so great. So you got a lot of red uh, blue-collar people. Red-collar. It should be red-collar, don't you think? A lot of blue-collar people who love that guy. And, mm -hmm. and they will... You get them pissed off enough... And they'll turn the fucking world upside down, right? Because up to this point, the 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 during the before the election in 2016, and then the whole two years, three years of Russia bullshit, they didn't really do anything to him except talk bad about him, right? Nothing really happened to Trump, right? He still was president. He still was making decisions. He still did the job, etc. Yep. It's not until now where he's a private citizen and they're trying to bankrupt him or stand or, or, or send him to jail. Send him to jail. Now there's real life actual consequences to Trump and they know they're trying to prevent him from being president. That's you're going to see a exactly different... What, that's all this is. They're trying to stop him oh, from being president. But I think you're going to see a different reaction from those people where as before they kind of bitched about it. Yeah. Because... All right, it was just nothing but noise. Mm -hmm. Now there's action behind that noise. Yep. So I see. I think you may see a little different reaction from the 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 MAGA world. Um, well, which you're seeing with the truckers. Well, and, and what the left and the media, which is part of the left, they are the they are the the communication arm for the left. What they're doing is they not only trying to demonize Trump. But they're trying to demonize MAGA. You see comedians, oh, yeah. Yeah. late night comedians, just bashing MAGA folks, just trying to make them look and appear fringe. And my warning to you, dear listener, if you are a MAGA supporter, are you part of that MAGA world? Stand strong because you look what happened to the Tea Party. Yeah. Because yeah. that's exactly how they got rid of the Tea Party. Yes. Mm -hmm. That first they they got they they weaponized government through the IRS. Yes. And then when the Tea Party fought that and won, they demonized them as alt-right um, and extremists. Right? extremists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what? We are not the extremists here. No. We're the traditionalists. We're literally the opposite. They are the extremists. They are absolutely the, the extremists. And they what they're doing is they're sitting there pulling that Pee Wee Herman defense. I know him, but what are you? Yeah. You know? That I mean, you know, rubber. You know what is it? I'm rubber. You're glue. What what you throw at me sticks to you. I mean, that's that's basically what their defense is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, it is, man. And it, it, it's going to be. It, it, I I I have, I have kind of, not spent spent as much time looking at politics recently. Just because it's the same shit, different day. But it's as I'm looking into it, it's not the same shit, different day. These fuckers have upped their game. Yeah. 
They're, no, no, they're good. They're, yeah, no. This is not the this same, is old, tyranny. same old. This, this is, is tyranny. Absolute 100% tyranny. And I think that's probably a good segue into our next uh, slide. Look at you, Daniel. Look so, at you. over the weekend, yep. uh, Tucker Carlson, who apparently is taking the world by storm, and he's going to, his Tucker Carlson network thing uh, is going to be a just a, more of the same you get from Tucker. So, you're getting interviews that people don't want done. And he asked questions to kind of, kind of get facts. He's not softballing stuff, right? So he's asking questions from the opposite view of what we're used to. Are news people asking questions? They ask questions to steer the conversation away from anything other than everything's just fine, or Trump's a bad man, or. The, the MAGA Republicans are doing this and that. Whereas with Truck, Tucker, it sounds like he just, a lot of times he just lets people talk. Yes. He'll interrupt and say, wait a minute, whoa, 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 I need you to clarify that in certain times. But most of the time he's just letting people talk. And he does ask some good questions. So he, he interviewed a guy by the name of Mike Benz. Right. So and the, Mike, Mike's out of Florida. He's from his organization is in Florida. He's in Florida. Yeah, I actually followed him on Twitter today. Yes, uh, so did I. So there's I got a three minute clip, um, with him, and then I have another. I, I have a couple clips, a couple three. I think it's worth this interview with him was an hour and like ten minutes. Okay, I listened to the whole thing on Saturday. I was mesmerized. So this first clip, I, I, I actually encourage all of you to go find him on, on Twitter. His handle is Citizen Lens, uh, C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-L-E-N-Z. Right. That's, that's, uh, that's his handle. Or wait a minute. No, that was, yeah, that's his handle. Sorry. No, that's somebody else's. Who actually? A multi-step framework. Sorry, that's his handle is uh, Mike Benz. I, I'll get it to you in a minute. Let me. I'll, I'll look it up while we're playing this video. Yeah. So you can actually look him look him up. If you go to Tucker Carlson, uh, his his uh, Twitter page, you'll see the video, mm-hmm. and then the first person who's at the top of the replies is this guy, and then you can find his handle. It's really easy to find. Yeah. But I would follow him because this is the best explanation of the tyranny that is happening in our country that is kind of going into overdrive now. So here he is, uh, Mike Benz. They explicitly said on tape that they were set up to do what the government was banned from doing itself. And then they articulated a multi-step framework in order to coerce all the tech companies to take censorship actions they said on tape the tech companies would not have done but for their pressure, which involved using threats of government force because they were the deputized arm of the government. They had a formal partnership with the DHS. They were able to use DHS's proprietary domestic disinformation switchboard to immediately talk to top brass at all the tech companies for takedowns. 
And they bragged on tape about how they got the tech companies to all systematically adopt a new terms of service speech violation ban called delegitimization, which meant any tweet, any YouTube video, any Facebook post, any TikTok video, any Discord post, any Twitch video, anything on the Internet that that uh, undermined public faith and confidence in the use of mail-in ballots or early voting drop boxes or, or, or ballot tabulation issues on election day was a prima facie uh, terms of service violation policy under this new delegitimization policy that they only adopted because of pass-through government pressure from the Election Integrity Partnership, which they bragged about on tape, including the grid that they used to do this, and, and simultaneously invoking threats of government breaking them up or, or government stopping doing favors for the tech companies unless they did this, as well as inducing crisis PR by working with their media allies. So, and they said the government, DHS, could not do that themselves, and so they set up this, this basically constellation of State Department, Pentagon, uh, and, and IC networks to run this pre-censorship campaign, which by their own math had 22 million tweets on Twitter alone. And mind you, they did this on 15 platforms. So this is hundreds of millions of posts, which were all scanned and banned or throttled so that they could not be amplified or they exist in a sort of limited state purgatory or had these frictions affixed to them in the form of fact-checking labels where you couldn't actually click through the thing or you had to, it was, it was an inconvenience to be able to share it. Now they did this seven months before the election because at the time they, they were worried about the perceived legitimacy of a Biden victory in the case of a so-called red mirage blue shift event. They, they knew the only way that Biden would be able to was would win mathematically uh, was through the disproportionate Democrat use of mail in ballots. They knew there would be a crisis because it was going to look extremely weird if if Trump looked like he won by seven states. In November, you know, uh, and then three days later, it comes out actually the election switch. I mean, that that would put the election crisis of the Bush Gore election uh, on a level of steroids that the national security state said, well, the, the, the public will not be prepared for. So what we need to do is we need to, in advance, we need to pre-censor the ability to even question the legitimacy. This took out- Wait, wait, may, may I ask you to pause right there? Key influences, so what you're saying is, what you're suggesting is, they knew the outcome of the election seven months before it was held. Think about that for a minute. So seven months before the election was held, mm-hmm. they they went to and put pressure on. Now we're talking about national security. We're talking about homeland security. I don't want. I don't want to steal your thunder. Do you have a clip that speaks to the background of this of what he's talking about? Do you have any of that? No, from, that's from what I'm, well, I'm telling you. Okay, that's what I'm going to talk about. So you you do have that as subject matter is what I'm asking. In I, my brain, I didn't want to steal your thunder, but seven I, I, months prior to the election, right? There, there's a New York Times article that warned of the red mirage blue wave. So in that, and and you probably remember them talking about this. How listen, everybody on election night, it's looked like Trump is going to be winning, but then. You're going to see a whole bunch of mail-in ballots. Right. They didn't say mail-in ballots, but you're going to see a bunch of Democrat votes coming in. And in that election, 43% of all the ballots in the 2020 election were mail-in. 43%. Mm-hmm. 
of the what is it 81 supposedly for biden and 74 for trump yeah 155 million votes and 43 percent were done mailing it's amazing what percentage of that 43 percent you think were democrat votes oh probably 95 percent yeah so you might have some military some out of the country uh republicans that voted that way maybe uh, a college student like my son who hasn't been brainwashed yet uh here and there but the majority of those probably closer to 98 percent of those mail-in ballots were all for biden and that's and we know that because we saw the results of the election happen and then you saw all the all the other funny stuff happen where they taped up in atlanta they taped fulton county they taped up the windows when they counted all the the mail-in ballots that came in mm-hmm. like most elections like in the state of florida all the mail-in ballots were counted before the tallies came in from election day mm-hmm. but in all these swing state big counties they were all counted in the middle of the night yeah because yeah. they needed to know how many votes they needed in order to change the number exactly <laughs> like this is crazy so the so, uh, the government, the deep state. There you go. The deep state. And, and I was thinking about this when I was driving home because this I'm driving home from work today. Like, Wes, it's going to be I'm going to be mad tonight. <laughs> and it's mad both for local stuff and it's mad for national stuff. So the, the part that makes me crazy is and with what some way we got to get people to understand is the government isn't Joe Biden. Right. He's not a boogeyman. He's just the guy on the poster. Okay? There's a whole massive mechanism behind him. And it's really not about him at all. It's behind them, this group, this cabal, perpetuating and and keeping power. Right. So... Trump was an existential threat to that. Whether he really was going to be or not, they perceived him to be. He said things and had a whole shit ton of people follow him that they thought was going to be a threat. So they believe that Trump is the Trump we all want. The guy that's going to tear the whole fucking thing down. But he really wasn't that. Right. And... God willing, if he wins, maybe he will be the second one. I think that's the best hope we have, I think, as a country. But what is happening behind the scenes, all of it, like, pick a government agency. Name a yeah. three-letter agency. The FD, and, and even the, the, the smaller ones, the FDA, the CDC, all, all of everything. American Dental Association. I mean, pick something. They are all either in bed with or are influenced and making decisions based on this this ever-changing group of people and that group of people can operate it's not like they all sit in a room and have a meeting they operate because they want to perpetuate themselves it's a self-fulfilling thing and it happens at every level of government our local government's the same fucking way right it's the biggest employer in our county Yep. It's the same in the federal government. Yep. Like people want that thing to do well because it pays their bills. Sure. So you're going to protect it. 
Yeah. So absolutely. everybody at every level is going to act towards protecting it. That's the monster that is behind the scenes. Yeah. And that's the monster that we have to eradicate. And the only way to eradicate that is to fucking break the goddamn government down. Mm -hmm. To to go in and systematically minimize the government. Yeah. Minimize it. Get them out of private business. That's where the defund principle comes in. I mean, I, I'm not necessarily in fo f favor of defunding the police, but I am majorly in favor of defunding government. Well, it's not just defund. You have to. You have to minimize it you have to take you have to get them out of all the things that they're in well you start with the money that's where it all goes that's capitalism yes. you you minimize the amount of money they have to operate they have to cut corners they have to cut expenses they have to get out of their out of your fucking life yeah because they don't what, have the money to operate imagine what our local government would have to cut if they could no longer take our property taxes oh they'd have to cut so it, let's just yeah. say they had a usage tax Mm -hmm. And let's just say we 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 incorporated our usage in with the TDC money, the bed tax. Yeah. And, you know, we have a local sales tax mm -hmm. and we pay X amount and that's the pool they have. And that's fucking it. Yeah, that's it. You cannot charge me to own my home anymore. Right. Well, but a lot of that money goes straight to the state, too. Now, keep in mind, that's why that's part of why that's we why don't I have a state income you're tax. You're talking about a local government. You're yep. talking about it's at the state and it's at the federal. It is. They're all linked. Oh, yeah. They all feed off each other. And they can talk about the adversarial relationship between each of them. But in reality, they're tied, integrally tied underneath where yeah. we don't see that is like near impossible to to get try pulling a fucking tree out of the ground from the middle of its truck straight up you yeah. can't do it because the roots are so deep and they spread everywhere man you've been thinking about that analogy i've been all day. fucking thinking about this shit for a while now <laughs> like i i'm i'm actually <clears throat> i am actually trying to think of solutions and in order to think of solutions you have to actually have to know what the problem is sure absolutely us, us yelling about biden is not the problem no that's just stupid shit it's a distraction yeah right that's the the, the black versus white the, the other all the bullshit that they try to distract us with are nothing but distractions the real meat of it is government is way too fucking big yeah not only is it too big but they have they have grown a set of balls now because they're not afraid of the public no they're not and they are now using their influence and power on companies right. and those companies they're wielding them against us absolutely i hate to uh stop you while you're on a roll buddy but it's time for a break fuck <laughs> <laughs> i'll get back into it when we get all right back. we'll be right back with beer reviews and more dan yelling at you in just a minute. Hey, is your grill nasty? Is it missing some parts? Do you need a new grill? Well, give Dan the Grill Man a call. He is literally the best grill maintenance company on the Emerald Coast. Literally. Look him up on Facebook.com forward slash fresh and clean grill. That's Dan the Grill Man. Literally the best. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Driveway Liberty Podcast. It is time for... Beer Reviews. Beer Reviews. 
it's that time once again, and we are drinking the same beer tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's a special. And we are excited to be drinking this beer. Let me tell you a little bit about I'm not going to spoil everything, but I'm going to say something I know you're not going to mention. This beer is not shipped to the following states. Alaska, Arkansas, Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Hawaii, Mississippi, Minnesota, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, or Utah. So if you're in those states and you're listening, unfortunately, you're going to have to leave the state to get this beer. It might be worth it. It may be worth it. All right, Dan, I'm going to let you take it over and tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so every year I have a Super Bowl party. And a bunch of people show up. It's fun. We had a great time this year. Yeah, I I had a great time. I mean, I even left at (laughs) halftime. I was tired, man. You won the fucking. I won. I won 200 bucks from the the squares. So a, a listener. Um, who um, is also good friends of ours mm-hmm. and uh, a part of the the um, Airstream cult, which they don't like me saying cult, but I think it's funny. So. They don't care. <laughs> I promise you they don't care. Uh, gave me this beer and said we need to review it on the uh, on the podcast. So thank you, Lindsay. So we're gonna we're gonna review it. So it is called. Conservative Dad's Ultra Right, 100% woke-free American beer. Right. So this is real. And I mean, I went to the website, and you look at the website, and there's a cool video on there of, you know, the uh, Seth um, Seth Weathers is the CEO. He looks like, uh, you know, a suburban dad. Um, and uh, he does a video in which he... He tees up a Bud Bud Light and hits it with right. a baseball bat. It's actually pretty funny. So you should go on his website and, and and watch it. We haven't tasted the beer yet, but their tagline is: "If you know which bathroom to use, this beer is for you." <laughs> yes. So uh, on the on their front page, they have conservative dads, real women of America, twenty twenty four calendar that they're selling. Featuring the most beautiful conservative women in America, so it's a it's a traditional swimsuit type calendar that we used to get, right? Um, Back in the day, not the woke insane. And uh, actually, uh, Riley Gaines is on the cover. Yep. So she's got a red, white, and blue bikini on, mm-hmm. uh, in, on the cover. So I I I, I should uh, say you should check it out. Yeah, you should, probably should have just said if you're a conservative dude, you should check out the. Uh, the website period yes. left of that conservative dad yes ultra right so let let's uh let's crack it open and try it all right mine's i've already tried it have you yeah it's pretty good i mean it's not as hoppy as i normally like my beer but uh it's not too I, shabby but I at t- all i tell you listen i i don't like bud light miller light ultra I don't like the taste of those beers because, to me, my palate says carbonated water. Okay. With a tiny bit of beer taste. There you go. This does not have that. This has a an actual. It does taste, taste like beer. It's got, yeah. It's got a beer taste. And I will say this because we are going to tag these guys on Twitter. If I'm, matter of fact, I need to go to see if they've got a Twitter page or X page. We should say. Yeah. Sorry. Um. This beer is fucking awesome. Let's see if they got a page here. 
And special thanks to Lindsay for um, thank you, Lindsay, for giving us. But um, we're going to tag them in this review, and maybe they'd be willing to sponsor the cast. So his email is dad at ultrarightbeer.com. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm following him. He's got, they only have like 6,000 followers. So they, he does have a. They do have a Twitter. Ultra Right Beer has a Twitter following. Go check that out. Um, go follow them if you're a conservative and you like beer. Yeah. Um, and, and the beer is good. And for me, I like, you know, hoppier beers and I like uh, ales, the ambers. I like a little taste in my beer. Right. And this this beer. <laughs> they photoshopped yeah. the beer into the Tucker Putin interview. <laughs> <laughs> On the table. <laughs> yeah. I like these guys already. Yeah, man. We'd like to have them call in and have a little chat. Anyway, y'all check them out. It is at Ultra Right Beer on X. We think you like the beer. It's pretty good. Not mad at it at all. No, it's a good beer. Absolutely. I, I mean, I a lot of times when when somebody takes a novelty approach to their branding like that, that it's so so. It's actually a pretty good beer. Yeah, it is. It's it's worth drinking. Yeah, absolutely. It's worth supporting. Absolutely. So, uh, before we went to break, Dan was all fired up. I didn't have a chance to to get a word in, so I was just sitting over here, you know, <laughs> messaging with friends and catching up with my mom and stuff like that. So, let me give you a little backstory on what what he was talking about. Um, so a court in this Tucker interview with with this guy Mike Mike Edge is that his last name? Uh, Mike Benz. Benz. Okay. Um, Mike Benz gives a history of how all of this government intervention in elections and in um, and the propaganda, the recent history of how it worked out. So the CIA obviously they are actively engaged and involved in attempting to ensure that certain elections in other countries are are pro-U.S. Well, yeah, they use it to topple. Yeah, they, they use it to topple regimes. They use it to uh, to ensure that other governments are pro-U.S. and friendly to the U.S. It's a it sounds shady and sketchy. And yeah, to, to some degree it is. But it, you know, we're, it serves the U.S. interests. And if you live in the U.S., they've been doing it for years. They've been doing it for a long time, decades. So, um, what what he was talking about is how they incorporated, they decided to incorporate that on U.S. soil. They couldn't get the CIA to do it because they were absolutely prevented from, uh, even though they probably do, um, spying well, they, they on have, U.S. citizens. Yeah, they do the six degrees of Kevin Bacon to get to. Yeah, that's basically what the they US, did. Uh, so they couldn't use the FBI because they're a law enforcement arm. Mm -hmm. So they went with the Department of Homeland Security. Yes. And they gave them a little bit of power that the CIA has and a little bit of the power the FBI has to alter and manipulate information. And that's exactly what they have done mm -hmm. via the media via social media especially. Um, and a lot of these social media companies are receiving stipends or grants or and or monies from the federal government to influence your opinion. Well they they actually they actually coerce these companies into changing their terms of service. Sure. So that that when you question mail-in ballots or you question 
the COVID vaccination or the number of things that we've been censored about over the the um, past, I don't know how many, seven, eight years, and then some. Uh, you're now in a violation of the terms of service. And then you got the the barking seal sheep out there that are like, well, they're a private company. They could do whatever they want. They're, they're not. They're literally being they're being unduly forced yeah. by the by the feds. And and, and now look, am I low? No. I sound low. Uh, you know, you did sound, you turn me down because I was fired up? Yeah, I one? did because your ass was yelling All in right. the mic. Um, Sorry, but no they they are unduly influencing these companies into manipulating information. Mm-hmm. And look, I don't want to excuse those companies for going along with it because they i mean they're part of it they could have said no and they could have probably gotten away with it with saying well, if no. everybody said no yeah there's no power that's the the ants and the grasshoppers thing mm-hmm. absolutely it is but if everybody um, said no but they they actually have back channel communications like the homeland security has direct line back channel communications with Twitter, well, maybe not Twitter now, but Twitter when Dorsey was in charge. Right. And Facebook with Zuckerberg Mm -hmm. and YouTube and Google, all that stuff. Google actually bought, (laughs) Google was the CIA fucking. uh, They they were originally founded. They bought a freaking program from the CIA. That's how Google started. Yep. (laughs) It's like insane. There's another video I want to play that's from the same guy uh another quick three minutes and it's i promise it's worth your time from mike benz here talking to tucker here we go ready immediately to pressure european governments to pass censorship laws to create a transatlantic flank attack on free speech in exactly the way that rick stengel essentially called for to have the u.s mimic european censorship laws one of the ways they did this was by getting Germany to pass something called Nets DG in August 2017, which was which was which was essentially kicked off the era of uh, of automated censorship in the U.S. What Nets DG required was unless unless social media platforms wanted to pay a 54 million dollar fine for each instance of speech, each post left up on their platform for more than 48 hours that had been identified as hate speech, um, they would they would be fine basically into bankruptcy when you aggregate 54 million over tens of thousands of posts per day. And the the safe haven around that was if they deployed artificial intelligence-based censorship technologies, which had been, again, created by DARPA to take on ISIS, to be able to scan and ban speech automatically. And this was, a, this gave, you know, I call these weapons of mass deletion. These are essentially the ability to censor tens of millions of posts with just a few lines of code. And the way this is done is by aggregating, basically the the field of censorship science fuses together two disparate groups of study, if you will. There's the sort of political and social scientists who are the sort of thought leaders of what should be censored. And then there are the sort of quants, if you will. These are the programmers, the computational data scientists, computational linguistics. Every university, there's over 60 universities now who get federal government grants to do this censorship, uh, the censorship work and the censorship preparation work, where what they do is they create these code books of the language that people use, the same way they did for ISIS. They did this, for example, with COVID. They created these, these COVID lexicons of what dissident groups were saying about 
mandates, about masks, about vaccines, about high profile individuals like Tony Fauci or um, or uh, Peter Daszak or any of these others pr- protected VIP in- individuals whose reputations had to be protected online. And they created these code books. They broke things down into, into narratives. The Atlantic Council, for example, was a part of this this government funded consortium, something called the Virality Project, which which mapped 66 different narratives that dissidents were talking about around COVID, everything from COVID origins to vaccine. Stop, stop it for a minute. Let's 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 talk about what he means by dissidents. <clears throat> if you disagreed with if you question elections, if you question COVID. I mean, just questioning it, mm-hmm. which is the American way. Yeah. Is also the scientific way. Mm-hmm. You are considered a dissident. Yep. Dissident is a negative term. Dissident is one one degree short of traitor. One degree short of insurgent. One degree short of criminal. That's what they considered you. If you just question those things. Yeah, you can't question it. Right. Sorry. That's all right. The other thing that he, when he's talking about the Atlantic Council, do you know there's seven former CIA heads on that? No, he mentions that in that interview. I remember that. Seven former heads. I didn't, and he even said, he goes, Did you even know that there were seven former uh, CIA heads that were still alive? No, I didn't know this. (laughs) It's like, yeah, they're all on this board. Think about that for a minute. And then they broke the, down these 66 claims into all the different factual subclaims. And then they plugged these into these essentially machine learning models to be able to have a constant world heat map of what everybody was saying about COVID. And whenever something started to trend that was bad for what the Pentagon wanted or was bad for what Tony Fauci wanted, they were able to take down tens of millions of posts. They did this in the 2020 election with mail-in ballots. It was the wait, same. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. I just got to have to. There's, there's so much here and it's so shocking. So you're saying the Pentagon, our Pentagon. Yep. The U.S. Department of Defense the only censored Pentagon. Americans during the 2020 election. Yes. Cycle. Yes. Yes, they did this. They, oh, they did this through the. So, so there's the two most censored events in human history. I would argue to date are the 2020 election and the COVID-19 pandemic. And those both happened in the last four years. The two most censored events in history. Is that what he said? They happened in the same year. They happened in the same <laughs> yeah, fucking year. Yeah, they were like eight months, seven months apart. Yeah. Two most censored events in history. Mm-hmm. And even though all of this, all of the COVID information now is coming out where the vaccine doesn't really work and the adverse effects are going out through the fucking roof, people are dying. Yeah, from the vaccine. Absolutely they are. They're still censoring it. So they created algorithms, you know, yeah. and they like there's not some people sitting in a room looking for keywords and then deleting a post. This is all automatically done. They write code and boom, it's done. Yes. That's why when you get uh, a post deleted on Facebook and you you ask them to look at it Sometimes they'll let it through 
But well, I mean, yeah. who's had? I mean, I've had memes. These are obvious jokes. jokes. Yeah. And all right, so let's think about this on a big picture level. Your government is actively involved in censoring information. They're actively involved in manipulating. This is a this is a CIA mind game. This is manipulation. It's what they do with third world countries. They're doing it on American citizens and have been for the past four years, at least. I would venture to say it's been longer, but um, but they've they've got it. it they've in got a it grand down grand scale. Now they've, they've perfected got it, it to the point where it affects every single American every day. Every day, instead of laying information out and letting people make argue, their own decisions, make argue their own decisions, debate they literally it, literally eliminate the side of the argument that they don't want you to hear. It's psychological treason, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, psychological 100%. treason. Now, I may be shot tomorrow. And that, listen, the, but, the rant I went on before the break is all about this. This isn't like, there's no bad guy. This is why you can't, you can't like eliminate, you can't fire somebody. You can't. There's no one, one, it's not one person. You can't hold somebody It's a coordinated effort by a group of individuals it, is what but, it is. But it's also, it's also tied into everything. Yes. So you've got, and look at what happened. Elon Musk took over X, Twitter, at yeah. the time, and said, fuck you, I'm not doing this. Right. And and Elon Musk was a fucking poster boy for the left. Green energy, the Environmental, everything. everything. He was the poster boy. Freaking the, the SpaceX, yeah. the whole, his whole cutting edge space exploration stuff, the government uses- that technology. Absolutely, they do. And he's in bed with the government in a lot of those things, not in a bad way, but in a cooperative way, or you, you think it should be a cooperative way. Right. But he's involved with the government significantly. Yes. He takes over Twitter and says, fuck you, I'm not doing any of this shit. And he all of a sudden becomes an, a right-wing extremist. No, they, he's become a pariah. Yeah. It, it, it is exactly what's happened. He's not playing ball the way they want him to play ball. Mm -hmm. So the next thing they do is they start attacking his character. They start attacking him personally. They start, and then they get the minions in on it. And the problem we have as a society is we cling to those people like they're our saviors. Whether it's Trump, whether it's Tucker Carlson, whether it's... We, we, Elon Musk. We, we all want somebody to fix this for us. You remember the black metal band uh, Living Color? Yes. Their their one big hit was Cult of Personality. Yes. And they sing about that in that song, how you worship these you worship celebrity. That and that that's that's Hollywood celebrities, that's political celebrities, that's anybody that is, seems remotely famous people want to attach themselves to. Yeah, but we 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 want somebody to fix this. Sure. And anybody who tells us what we want to hear, we latch on to thinking they're going to be the one to fix it. Well, and, and in and reality, it needs to be us. It's got to be a, it's literally got to be collectively us. It's got to be us. All of us. We need to be the ants in right? Bugs Life. We need to grow up and we need to show up. Yeah. Those are lyrics you cannot, from a new song that's you coming You cannot out. fucking sit on your couch and forget about this stuff. No. 
because it it's every day it's getting worse. Every single day, this and they are pile counting. of shit grows bigger and bigger. They are counting. And on by the you. time you step in it, it's too late. They're counting on you to sit on the couch. Well, because that's what you've always done. They have placated the masses. And I'm trying to when we and we'll do a local show on our local government with I'm trying to like my head is in a place where I'm trying to get into a solutions mindset. I've spent years bitching right about this stuff. And sure, it's it's venting, it's it's good to get it off your chest. Uh there's some there's some benefit to There's educating to people. That. There's value to, to educating people and, and opening them up to it. But my my frame of mind has changed to how do we fix it? Yeah. And what can I do as an individual? What can we do collectively to change this? Because if we just keep letting it go and hoping Trump is going to fix it, or hoping Elon Musk is going to fix it. It is never going to get fixed. It's bigger than them. Yes. And you'd never know if they're not a part of it anyway. Everybody is expecting the second coming and one individual, but that's... No. It's us. Just like Christ said, go ye therefore and tell the world. That's telling each individual to take action. Yeah, it's us. We have to do it. And I'm, I'm don't don't tell me wrong. I'm not comparing us or anyone else to Christ, but we do have we we do. Well, I don't have think this, you are. You're just telling the message. We're, like, we're wishing we're, we're there was a single Savior that can go and fix this, and there is not. No, when the Savior gum, <clears throat> comes, he's going to fucking erase the whiteboard. Yeah, that's what happens. We need to fix this before the whiteboard gets erased. No doubt. Yeah, or or you better get out there and build an ark. Yeah. Even though uh, he did promise he wouldn't flood the earth again, but well, it'll be fire next it'll time. It'll be something. <laughs> you better get some asbestos gym shorts. Fire going to be a lot worse than flood. <laughs> right. No doubt. Well, oh, we, we got about eight minutes. Okay. All right. I, I was thinking about how bad one, I had to pee. One damn slide. Yep. That's kind of how it works out, buddy. It is. All right. So there, listen, my whole entire slide deck is all around this. Entire, we got We have to do. Okay, so <laughs> I saw this. The first time I saw this was today, and I'm like, "All right." So everybody, uh, um, you may or may not have seen the Tucker interview with with Vladimir Putin. I have not seen it. Yet. I haven't watched it either. But there's some other things that Tucker did besides. Um interviewing vlad when he went to moscow okay so tucker in his in his video and 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 i think i should probably just set it up and let him do the talking here okay because it's how long is that video it's one minute oh it's literally 60 seconds hold on okay find it but it is all right so so tucker went to a grocery store in okay. in Moscow a country that has been sanctioned by the US and everybody there is feeling it they're so poor everything's horrible in Russia because the US sanctions are working all right 
So he went grocery shopping for a family of four. Okay. Typical trip to the grocery store. And this is him at the checkout. I went from amused to legitimately angry. Um, so we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody hears from the United States by the groceries, and we didn't pay any attention to costs as we were just putting in the cart what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, it was $104 US here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought, corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want, at that point, maybe it matters less what you say or whether you're a good person or a bad person. You're wrecking people's lives in their country, and that's what our leaders have done to us. And coming to a Russian grocery store, the heart of evil, and seeing what things cost and how people live, it will radicalize you against our leaders. That's how I feel anyway, radicalized. We're not making any of this up, by the way, at all. So he went and bought a week's worth of groceries for he, a family of He's four. got a whole video out there. Right. It's it's it, like he does stuff for his membership, subscription only. Mm -hmm. But somebody posted it, and he hasn't made him take it down. Posted his entire video. He does a little speech out in front of the grocery store, and their grocery store is like going into a mall. Okay. So you go past clothing stores, et cetera, and the grocery store is like what J.C. Penney's used to be at the end cap. You know right. what I mean? At the end of the mall. Yeah. So he goes into the grocery store, and he they shopped. He was with a, his people, and they all shopped as if a family of four was shopping for the food that they would eat for a week. Right. Bread, cereal, sugar, flour. Milk. Milk, you know, the normal stuff. Right. Um, you know, some some meats here and there. Just what a normal – So, and they all estimated how much they thought it was going to cost. Like, if if I bought for a family four for a week, it would, in America it would cost – Four or four, five hundred Four hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah. Like, we don't shop the way we used to shop. No, hell no. You shop – you go shop for two days and it costs you 150 bucks. I was about to say that. I went Saturday and I got, uh, I didn't even get the protein, but April was doing fettuccine or chicken fettuccine. Mm -hmm. I went and just got the pasta, the mushrooms, the stuff to make the sauce, stuff yeah. to make the sauce, parma shredded Parmesan. And then I grabbed other stuff like, you know, milk and creamer and bread and hot dogs for the kid during the week and, you know, stuff like that, 115 bucks. Yeah. And that was three bags, three plastic bags. Yeah. He hit, like, watch the video. It, it's on, it's on Twitter. You okay. can find it. Where his cart is a little over half full. It's not a huge haul. No, it's a week. It's, but a, it's a, a week's worth of food. Yeah. And it's $103. So there's a couple narratives behind that. Number one is like people in Moscow are living better than we are. Mm -hmm. Yet we are supposed to believe that Putin's the devil and we're sanctioning them and everybody in Moscow is poor. And starving to death. And starving to death because of Putin. They're paying for Putin's mistakes. Well, they're not. Like they 
they're they're fucking in better shape than we are. Mm. And this is the kind of shit that Tucker's doing. Yeah. That you won't see anywhere. No, you won't you see used to her. see it back in the 70s. Walter Cronkite was the guy that would show you this kind of shit. Yeah. Not anymore. Mm -mm. Nobody. They're all fucking in bed together. Every one of them. Every fucking giant corporation in America is in bed with the government in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Whether they're being subsidized by the government and that fucking shit came out all during covid well listen we're going to give you money to keep the flights going you're going to fucking make people wear masks on the flights they they don't give you money without strings attached mm -mm. and these ngos that they keep talking about non-government these are they're fucking government entities right they just can get away with it because the they're laws don't stop them yeah there's no it. official link Absolutely. So if you want to learn more about uh, this, Mike Benz and his organization, it's Foundation for Freedom Online, foundationforfreedomonline.com. And basically what they do, their mission is to protect digital liberties. That's that's what they say their mission is. They tell, they're telling the story of online censorship. They're fighting to win back the golden age of the internet. And you, can, they've got reports all over their site. I didn't, I, I wasn't able to peruse a lot of them today, but Listen, I went watch, and checked watch, them out. Watch the Tucker Mike. Watch Benz the hour video. long in, interview. I promise you, it's worth it. Absolutely. And and it's and it's this guy. You saw. You've listened to like six minutes of this guy tells the story in in greater gra detail in detail but in detail that we can absorb you as a normal american don't need to start looking up shit to figure out what he's talking about right he explains it very detailed and in terms in which you'll understand and he's very thorough the best most absorbable explanation i've seen where the government has fucking censored the shit out of us that I've ever seen. Yeah. Watch the whole thing. I, I promise you it's worth it. It is absolutely worth it. With that being said, we're out of time to my co-host, Daniel. I am your Uncle Wes, and we will see you Wake next time. Wake the fuck up. Wake up. We'll see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast.